They were courteous and tried not to boast. They were budget conscious. Another characteristic of frugal people, no jokes, or else bad jokes. Canadian guests despised us for not knowing their geography, while at the same time being embarrassed about their huge empty spaces that had funny place names. In conversation, Canadians were also the first to point out that they were different, usually by saying, well, I wouldn't know I'm a Canadian. We had a Mexican family once. We couldn't be called child-friendly, but Pee-wee was correct. America walked through our doors. People talked. I listened. I observed. I read a little. My guests were naked. I sometimes trespassed, and it became my life. The whole of my life, a new life in which I learned things I had never known before. I had plaque cleared from my carotid artery, Clarence Greer told me. A hotel manager in Hawaii hears lots of medical reports as well as weather reports from back home. The Sheezers were from International Falls, where the temperature that day was minus twenty. Jerlene Cofield explained to me the making of a po'boy sandwich. I got Wanda Privet's recipe for meatloaf and other recipes and learned that many of them, being from Middle America, involved adding a can of soup. It worried me to see a man wearing a toupee. I trusted people who lisped. Your diabetic needs to be careful of infections in his feet. I was overprotective of African Americans, always saw them as having among the oldest American pedigrees. I tried to understand the sadness of soldiers— the melancholy of the military. Was it the uniform? Was it the haircut? I heard so many stories that I abandoned any thought of writing them. Their very number gave me writer's block and made me patient. Now and then, on the day he was to leave, a guest might walk the two blocks to the beach and sob in the sunshine. I liked Hawaii because it was a void. There was no power here apart from land-owning, no society worth the name, just a pecking order. There was a social ladder, but it wasn't climbable, and the higher on it people stood, the sillier they looked, because everyone knew their secrets. On such small islands there was hardly any privacy, because people constantly bumped into each other. Hawaii is hot and cold volcanoes, clear skies and open ocean. Like most Pacific islands, it is all edge, no center, very shallow, very narrow, a set of green bowls turned upside down in the sea, the lips of the coastline surrounding the bulges of porous mountains. This crockery is draped in a thickness of green so folded it is hidden and softened. Above the blazing beaches were the gorgeous green pleats of the mountains." The place was once empty and unchanging, as lush as paradise, a peaceful balance of animals and plants. It was then visited by humans. At about the time Chaucer wrote the Canterbury Tales, the second and largest wave of Polynesians were climbing out of double-hulled canoes, chanting in relief at having found land. They claimed it as theirs, but they were no more than castaways." They imposed a society of kings and commoners. People were eaten. They venerated the gods of fire and water they had brought with them. The first iron in Hawaii was stolen from the ships of Captain Cook. 
so many nails yanked out of the timbers that the ships lost much of their seaworthiness. With the iron, the islanders began to carve more subtly in wood. After the arrival of the first canoes, the islands changed. The voyagers had brought dogs and pigs. The first whites brought guns and gonorrhea. Everything began at once, and in that beginning was decay. Now half the people could not even swim. And an unspecific paragraph of inaccurate history, like this one, was all they knew. And there was the sun. The sun in Hawaii was so dazzling, so misleading, yet we regarded sunlight as our fortune. We quietly believed we are blessed because the sun shines every day. This is a good place for its sunlight. These islands are pure because of the sun.